normally I'm not looking at you guys, so I just happened to flip back because it was Mike's thing next, and this guy's like, I was like, whoa, this guy's done. And I was like, Mike? And I thought, oh, maybe he's looking down at something. Because I've I never, I've never openly seen Mike sleeping, right? <laughs> so I was like, he's probably looking down at something. And I'm like, Mike? <laughs> this fucking guy doesn't budge, yo. For a second, <laughs> for a second, I was like, is he okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't move. I was like, oh, my God. It's like, I, if you die, I don't want to watch. Just fucking just die on your own quietly alone. <laughs> die on your own time. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to IO Panel Podcast, episode 102. My name's Evan. I'll be your host this week. With me, as always, James and Mike. How you gentlemen doing today? Pretty Pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) I was expecting James to go first, because you said James and Mike, so... I I, I I can see that. But, uh, yeah, I'm well. Thank you. Nice guys finished last, Mike. Never forget that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, I, 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 I guess James still has nothing James to okay. say. All right, <laughs> no, cool. I thought Mike was gonna go, like <laughs> uh, like go into this long elaborate tale about his week for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, er- everything's good. I'm good, man. Having a good time. Okay, you're drinking some beer. You maybe wish you weren't, but it's there, so you're gonna have it. Yeah, yeah. That's about the the long and short of it. Basically, mm. I mean, if we're doing that, I could I could finish this off. What is that? Oh, you're. Oh, I was like your boxcar amaretto. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, he's drinking olive oil. He's in his room drinking olive oil." I was like, "Okay, cool. What? A, well, whatever." He said, like, "Whatever." So, how, the, how the mighty have fallen. That's that's just Mike. <laughs> Don't mind him. That's right. Well, okay. It's all prep work for uh, for next week. Our drunk right. episode. Mmm, that's an that's an idea. Yeah. I'm planning on making something special for you guys when you come down here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like some peanut. You're good. Based some peanut, <laughs> some peanut shrimp puree, fucking uh. shoved down your gullet, followed by Everclear. You got it. Oh, the lick, the the drunk shits after that. I tell you, mm. yeah. Honestly, it won't make it through your digestive system. It's coming right back up Ooh. immediately. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't even know if that's gonna. No, no, process, no. you know. Nope. That's gonna... we'll put some. We'll put some fresh cilantro on top to get that nice soap flavor. Ah, yeah, something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, any noteworthy accomplishments of last week that anyone wants to talk about, or funny stories? I assume you didn't kill anyone. You know, we might have heard about that. Assuming a lot there, yeah. Evan. Cannot can neither confirm nor deny. The jury is out. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not much. Uh, not much going on this past week. Uh, we had our last, our last dart, dart match, dart game, whatever. For the season, I assume. Yes, for the season. Um, was it? It was supposed to be a shorter game. 
It was not that short. (laughs) (laughs) I did not do well, although I did okay. Now, how much darting did you do outside of matches? Like, for the past few months? Mm Mm-hmm. Very little. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we can... Maybe we'll see about uh, getting you a a board. It's on the way. Board and some spikes. It's on the way. You ordered a dartboard? Through our team captain, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. James is getting one, too. Is this, like, uh, league-sanctioned equipment, or...? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is there anything special about it? I mean, it's the exact same boards that we use at Sapphire Cafe. Okay. So the exact same ones that are mounted there. Now, are there, like... I'm used to seeing dartboards with, like, a metal, you know, cage to divide the sections. Yeah. Is there one? Is that pretty standard, or is like, something fancier that I'm just not aware of? Well, no, that's it. Um, but they they call those the blades, right, okay. in between each pie slice. Uh-huh. And you want to have, you want to, they want to be as thin as possible. Right. So if your dart hits one of them, it doesn't, it just continues on and enters the, you know, and is embedded in the dartboard and doesn't bounce out, right? Mm-hmm. So, so more of a, a glance than a deflection. Right. Or, mm. So the, the ones that we're using are called Blade Fives, which is supposed to be a really nice model or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're getting for the home as well. Are you going to put this up uh, on an easel, or are you allowed to put some drywall screws in your wall and have at it? Like you know, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think about. It. I'm assuming you're allowed to hang stuff up. If you don't ask, they can't say no. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, I'm assuming I can hang things up. I don't know. So yeah, I was hoping to have it mounted on the wall. Mm-hmm. This is a good background. Is it going right behind you, next to your uh, shelf, or in the living room where you have more throwing? No, space? I think it has to be in the living room because it has to be, uh, you know, the the regulation distance. What is that distance? Do you happen to know? I have no idea. Twenty-five feet, something like that. That like seems eight. a little far. It's like eight feet or something. I don't oh. know. Okay. Get your mom caught in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. Or the cat. No. That wouldn't be good. Like, that'll learn ya. Alright, well, that sounds good. Will that be uh, arriving when you're not there? Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, seven feet. inches. That's the minimum distance? Uh, That is the distance. Where you plant your... The front of your foot? Or your hand can't go past that? Front of your foot. Okay. That seems really short. That's like one of... It's like me if I stretch my arms out. That's really close. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that that far. You guys should be getting bullseyes nonstop at that distance. (laughs) I'm judging you really hard right now. You hear this shit, James? Fucking amateurs. Zero raw talent. 
obviously James is not listening at all to what we're talking about. All right, cool. He, he we can't hear James. He his mouth is moving. Something is going on with his uh equipment, so we'll wait to hear back from him. Oh, I see. Uh I did a significant amount of cleaning this last week. I have more to do. Hmm. Do either of you want to play my uh, neglected drum set while you're down here, by the way? I'm thinking about taking it apart for the time being. I do not want to play it. Okay. I assume James does not want to either. Probably not. Not too many black guy drummers. No. Uh, so uh, you guys can't see this. James like yelling into the microphone and camera. We cannot hear you at all. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, he so just did that. The look of defeat. James, you do want to play the drums. You do. Okay. Okay. Well, no, uh, he doesn't. I'll he see. just he's just saying that because I said black people don't play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> what we instrument do. do they play? Love and abyss. Exactly. <laughs> we need to do a sign language based show sometime. It's like two and a half hours of silence, but we can see each other. <laughs> well, we do. Uh, we are toying with the idea of having video, so maybe. Yes. Oh, maybe there it will won't be. be. Can you there guys hear me be. now? Yes. Okay. It's probably going to sound horrible. I had to switch microphones. I don't know what happened. Just. It died. I was talking the whole time. I was talking before, and I was just like, I was like, man, they're ignoring me. <laughs> I was like, I was no, like, I was like, James watching another video. That piece of crap. Like that's what I thought the whole time. Yeah, no, I was like, they're ignoring me. I was like, then I was like, my microphone maybe doesn't work, out. but the light was on. I was like, okay, maybe it's okay. Oh, and weird. then the then the drum thing came up, and I was like, let me just show my face so they can see what I'm see what I'm see my face. All right, is this is this, is this how, really horrible, Evan? It's okay. All right, I'll get this fixed for next time. Okay. Next, next time. Next, next time. Yeah. In the All after, right. after. In the after, after. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? What the fuck is that from? Is that Cloud oh. Atlas? Yeah. Mm. You don't. You don't have to leave the whole drum set up for me. By the way, just. If you could just let me, I just want to. Like, I just want one hi hat. I probably just want to like <laughs> hit it once and be like, oh, and then I'll be done. Because okay. it's an electric one. It's not a. It's not a regular one. So I want to see what it's like. I want to feel it and stuff. I know you're gonna box it up and put it away somewhere. I just want to like, and then I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. Your uh, your uh, your bed is gonna go in this place. So we'll I'll leave that uh, okay, you know, cool. arrangement for last. Is it a a a miniature twin? It, Hopefully, no, it's the it, California King I requested. <laughs> it is yes, covered in rose petals. Because I'm I thought he was going to say covered in roaches. <laughs> covered in roach wings, yes. And just covered in just the wings. Just the wings. Can roaches fly? Yes. That oh my god! Like fuel. that's terrifying. That is terrifying. Can you imagine if spiders flew? Ooh. Some of them hop. <laughs> So, uh, remember Rick Sprickets? The Sprickets? Oh, dude. Yeah. Fuck He's like, I was taking dude, shit, that's real. and the that's Sprickets real. came in, and I was vulnerable. <laughs> trapped by an animal like one one-thousandth your size. Yeah. It was staring at me, and I couldn't move. I was I was taking a shit. But I would definitely much rather confront a spider and a cockroach together uh, than a Spricket. Yeah, True. 
Because those things have like the fat torso and then they jump really high and Blah. they're unpredictable. Blah. Jesus Christ, man. And their guts go everywhere. <laughs> they're full of juice. Yeah, all very juicy. Very juicy creatures. Normally a bug, when you step on it, you just hear that exoskeleton popping and that's it. Mm-hmm. But those things, it's like... Maybe it's like a little bit of like pus kind of substance yeah. squeaks out, but man. It's so oh. greasy inside. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Uh, so, James, since we're uh, we have a chance to get back to you, did you do anything cool this week? Um, well, we had our we're talking about the dart match. Yeah, <laughs> uh, darts. There. Yeah, darts. I mean, were you victorious? No, I wasn't. I actually. So I've been getting better, and but I have not been practicing like I like I thought I would. I have a dartboard here at the house with a goose on it. That's a really bad dartboard. <laughs> Um, That's the yeah. <laughs> so, so the the guys at work are all geese obsessed, by the way. So, like all the, that's all we do all day is honk. And uh, the guy at my one of the this is totally related to the story about darts, by the way. Not at all. Um, the kid who sits across from me, he makes a sound. I was like, what does it sound like if a goose is trying to eat skittles? And he's like, he goes like, he's like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking great, man. I love it. I love being an immature asshole and having immature friends. Um, Keeps you young. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, darts was good. I mean, I've been getting better, but uh, yeah, not 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 better enough. So yeah, well, we got we got whooped again. But the guys we're playing, I think are are I think they're good. Like they're they're in C League, which tells you how good the other divisions are. But. Um, I think they're yeah, pretty good, been, right, Mike? Uh, yeah, dude. All these people we've been playing, they're like, "Oh yeah, I've been playing like ten years, fifteen yeah, absolutely. years." Of course, yeah. I'm like, "Okay, well then I don't feel so bad losing yeah. to them since I've been playing for like two months." Yeah, know? and and we've put guys on the ropes. These these guys have been playing for ten years. We put them That's on the true. ropes that for like true. one or two games. Michael had Michael I had a guy on the rope two... the other day. Yeah, didn't you win? Uh, like you lost the first one, won the second one, and then lost the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, which is like honestly as close as some of our some of our groups have come. To winning, but that's huge for a people who have literally played darts probably a total of like fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. No more than that, maybe 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 a hundred hours because the amount of time it takes to play fucking darts. But still, I mean that's over the span of like eight weeks, nine weeks, you know. So yeah, do you watch any YouTube videos like tips and tricks? Not at all. No, not at all. Okay. Oh, you know, Evan, I didn't even think of that. You're like, I, I only use YouTube for trampoline and cat videos. I, I'm afraid to watch those videos. Because that's going to fuck my life up. Yeah, because I'm going to see guys who are <laughs> so much better than me, you know, who are so good at darts that I'm going to be, like, blown away. Like, uh, was it you, Mike? Somebody was talking about watching uh, watching darts on the BBC, the BBC America, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the, watching, like, the tournaments. And I was like, yep. I can't. You know, watch those British guys like play darts, and I'm like, I can't because they're they're gonna be so so much. Now that I triple understand twenty, what's triple going, twenty, triple yeah. twenty, boom. Now, yeah, exactly. Like they have perfect. <laughs> like they'll play a perfect game. So there's one game we play called Five O One. We is it Five O One, Michael? Uh-huh. Yeah, Five O One. So the whole idea of Five O Win is you have to hit a double number or a triple number to start the game, right? Well, that's Mike? that's Three O One. Three O One. You okay. have to hit a double number to start. Yeah, so you have to you have hit. to double in and double out. Yeah, so basically, there's those little rings is double and triple, so mm-hmm. double and outside, triple and inside. So you got to hit one of those little rings to start, and when you finish, you got to hit one of those little rings. 
the whole time you're playing the game, you're counting down from 301. So, like, you hit 20, that's negative 20, deduct 20 from your total number. You know, well, there's guys who play that game with a perfect score, you know? So they'll be like, uh, like, double bullseye, double bullseye, double bullseye, double bullseye. They'll do that, like, four times and uh, or five times, and then all they have is, like, they'll make it so they can only score a, a double two out, and they double two out, and they're done. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's fucking like like a game that will take Michael and those guys. I refuse to play that game, by the way. A game that takes Michael and those guys, like it might take them an hour and a half. Those guys on the BBC, they'll finish in like fucking twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy, man. They're so good. Like they're like like I, I, Michael. Would you say? What, is it fair to say that that you kind of you can kind of generally hit what you're aiming if you practice at it? Yes. So, but like never on the first try, right? Like you very rarely on the first try, like, oh, I need a double blah, and you hit it. Right. Like how no, many tries would you have? That's rare. Yeah. Yeah, it's super rare. Same for me. I, I mean, mean, I'm, I'm getting a, to the point though where like I'm aiming at a 20 and I can be like, well, all right, I got a 20. You know? Yeah, you, you can hit, can you that. can hit like the big numbers or the general area. Fucking, mm-hmm. dude, these guys, like they're like, oh, I want to hit this tiny little thing, like, boop, I hit it. You know, they'll hit, like, three darts back-to-back to to the point where their darts have, like, little, like, like, fucking Dave's darts have the fucking end cap on them. And he's like, you know, Casey, they hit, I hit the back of the dart. I was like, yeah, all right, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's done it before, so I'm sure that's why he got it, and it looks cool. But those guys, they need that because they Robin Hood their darts all the time, you know, Mm because they're that good. You know, they're that on target. It's so is it like crazy, a small man. cork end cap that you can stick your it's, dart into the other one and still counts? It, no, no, no. It's uh, it's a little piece of steel that keeps you from keeps your flight from breaking, keeps the the fleshing uh, the fletching from breaking, if you want to call it that. Okay. Yeah. The fletching. Yeah, fletching. That's what it would be on an arrow. Yeah. I was just trying to think what Evan would think. Know what? Know what? Know what called mm. is. Yeah. I actually uh, do know those terms. Yeah, I knew you would. Yeah. I knew. So you have a dartboard. Yeah. Do you have any shuriken? No. <laughs> what is so, what is shuriken? Throwing stars. Yeah. You know what I uh, want? I want some fucking uh kanais. Some shurikens, some kanais. Those little spikes that ninjas uh-huh. throw, like <laughs> I want some of those. Dude, what if you showed up to your match with those? Oh dude. We've talked about that. We've <laughs> talked about that at the match before. Michael, tell him about uh about dad. About dad's darts. So this guy so, uh, so first of all, as James just mentioned, there's a father. there's a there's a gentleman who plays darts on one of the other teams, and his he is simply referred to as Dad. I don't know that he has a real name, but if he does, we don't know it. Um, Sorry, Dad Datterson. He's, what if it's yeah. short for like Dadario? What if he's like some Italian? That'd like, be amazing. Mastermind. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> He's like a fifty or more like sixty five year old yeah, he's in the uh, 60s. uh gentleman with mm-hmm. uh with uh he has a, quite the beard, doesn't he? Yeah, if you saw him you'd be like, Oh, this guy's suited to standing to being in the in the you know, the the mountain country of, you know, West Virginia blowing on a moonshine fucking thing thing. <laughs> like that's what he looks like, you know. Um his his long white beard, long mm-hmm. and scraggly, like really like a fucking balding white beard and it's just like ridiculously funny but he's he's a cool guy and his darts are made of wood they are wooden darts completely or just the 
holder for the shaft? I believe the tips are metal, but the rest of the dart is wood. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't think you've seen. And I guess Michael's the flights, darts, but... the flights, I guess are. Yeah, the flights are like like the feathers. fins. You know, they're, are... they're 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 some kind of plastic feather substitute. They're not like regular flights, like the kinds that regular yeah. darts use. His his darts are like completely. They look like darts from 1952, hmm. like the way they're shaped and everything. They're fat, like a they're fat, like an old Abe, like like you would think a bomb drawn by a cartoonist in the 50s. Like it's like a teardrop, you know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. kind of a very exactly. narrow, and then there's a pointy tip at the end, and the uh, very like his I would literally call a fletching. Like they're very light, short fletching on the on the on four sides. And man, I'm looking at those darts. I'm like, that's crazy. And that made me think. I was like, you could probably throw anything in here, and nobody would care as long as it hit hit a point. Yeah, you know. And you could probably <laughs> throw darts any kind of way. You know, like I mean, Michael, you watch Michael's stance. <laughs> Dude, Michael fucking, like, everybody else stands sideways. They stand like this, and they hold the darts like this. And the guy was, I was talking to the guy who runs our league yesterday, and we were looking at Orion, the guy who's been on our show a couple times play darts. And he was like, I was like, look at his stance. And I was like, yeah, I was like, Michael stands like that. So Michael, where other people put their first, their right foot on the line, and their left foot kind of behind them, and they shoot like this. Michael, and they're sort of standing, like, perpendicular to the board. Michael stands like this. He stands at the front of the dartboard like he's, like, about to fucking have a shootout at the OK Corral. (laughs) He plants both feet on the line, and he, like, puts his arms out like this. And he's like, it's like, I should get him a holster for his darts. (laughs) He's like, the darts come into his hand, and he's like, (laughs) you know? It's like a gorilla flinging Pope at a window. He's like, But it works. It works, which proves which which proves, and nobody complains because what he does works. You know what I mean? Because like, but it's not the normal technique. And the guy was like, "Yeah, regular regular dirt, like professionals don't play like that." But whatever, if as long as it works. And Michael <laughs> does it does work. I mean, it works for him. But it's funny to watch him shoot darts. Yeah. Do I, do I am I a room. clown? Do I make you laugh? Do I amuse you? <laughs> no. It's funny it's, how. It's educational. It's about like it just it just you basically the one beautiful thing about darts, probably my favorite thing about this game, is anybody can win the way they play. Like you play your game. Like that's the core rule of darts. The core the best, the most important thing I've learned from playing this game is you play your way. You know, don't let other people get in your heads. Just fucking shoot the darts the way you shoot them. You know, like I'm, I'm there. I'm doing it. I'm standing perpendicular, but this eye's closed, <laughs> or the eyes are crossed. I'm like, ah, you know. And I'm like, I have this hand up with my darts. I'm like, Wah. you know, it's like all robotic. I'm like, rap, 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 you know. And I was like, dude, nobody's gonna put me on ESPN. I look like a fucking monster when I'm when I'm like playing darts. That's great. I wonder. You should ask uh, Dad where he got his darts. He'd be like, "These darts are made of bamboo. I cut down in the jungles of Vietnam." Um, I took a picture of them. Uh, the 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 company that makes them is in PA. It's printed on the side of the darts. I'll have to find it. Is there an advantage to heavier or lighter darts? Like, could you make a dart body out of cork? Michael, what do you think? Pretty light. I mean, we're, we're getting heavier darts, so mm-hmm. Are they like I guess some people control? some people like lighter darts, but 
uh, we've been doing heavier. And it seems like people show up at new darts and they're just getting heavier. <laughs> yeah, we we ours were the I thought ours were the heaviest ones. Me and Michael's darts were twenty three, twenty three grams, twenty three ounces. I don't know. And then our captain's girlfriend, her darts are twenty four now. And I saw a guy last night. He said, "Oh, these darts are twenty six, fully weighted." I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't think that weight. I think ours are probably pretty heavy too. I mean, ours twenty three. 23 is like what, Michael? It's just the 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 shaft, right? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's not the whole know. weight of the entire dart, so it might be more. Our darts. Do you have, do you have a drug that. a drug scale? We can we can weigh them, Michael. It's not a drug scale. That scale is for weighing food. I would okay, so for various so, types of green vegetation. Yeah, exactly. Before <laughs> yeah. I roll it up and smoke it, I weigh the food. So I weigh my kale before I roll it up and smoke it. <laughs> Did you guys oh. see this whole E. coli thing? For, yeah. Uh, what happened what, with that? Yeah, throw away all your lettuce. What what uh, lettuce uh, is it? Romaine. Romaine. It's like, you know, it's, it's mid-tier lettuce. Substitute your lettuce with pasta and everything will be okay. Yeah. Go switch to complex <laughs> sugars. <laughs> complex all sugars are back. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've heard of carb cycling, right? Yeah. So this you just... Cycle through different carbs. Oh, that yeah, doesn't it's, seem like it's, it would work. It's carb concentration. Yeah, that doesn't seem like... <laughs> that seems, it seems silly. Seems like it's destined to fail? Yeah, it, it seems like it's made by the people who made gluten. They're like, <laughs> gluten's a thing, we swear it, and you're allergic to it now. Dude, that's I love uh, gluten, bro. No. Is it from the uh, Seth Rogen movie? The End of the World or <laughs> yeah. whatever? He's like, what's a gluten? He's like, yeah. I don't know, man. He's like, it's bad for you, it's a gluten. <laughs> let's get some five guys I love gluten <laughs> yeah or in and out or whatever yeah yep speaking of five guys I went to five guys yesterday good shit man good you shit a, a bacon cheeseburger that's exactly what I got I like how they assume like you order normally but it normally comes with two patties mm-hmm. and if you only want one you have to like get a small yeah you have to get a bitch burger quote unquote <laughs> no kidding <laughs> no yeah, you have to get a small, or I think they call it little. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I got uh, I got that. I got a hot dog for my mom, which she didn't eat, so I ate it. She ended up eating a bite of my burger, mm-hmm. and I got a large order of French fries, and I also stole a bottle of vinegar. Nice from from, from Five Guys. Yes, from the restaurant. Oh Jesus, Michael! Although it was, it was, it was like. You know, like one fifth left. That that is not and a very viable. It's like they're excuse. just out on all the tables. They expect you to take them. Yeah, <laughs> these are keepers. These keeping bottles. Yeah, I went with someone to Chipotle once, and they just took a bottle of fucking whatever the fuck hot sauce is there. Yeah, I know like, someone right. who used to do that for a California tortilla. I think because they had mm. you know like fifty hot sauces on their hot sauce wall. Oh yeah, they would just take one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't know about that until uh, recently, actually. That they have all those sauces. It's yeah. kind of cool. I mean, if you want to blow your sauces. asshole out, go for it. Ain't that the truth? What'd you say, Evan? <laughs> if you want to blow your asshole out, go for it. Ah, well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Like er- earlier this week, I went to the went to the buffet, quote unquote. Not really right. a buffet, but you know, like the lunch buffet kind of thing. Oh yeah. And uh, the hot bar. 
and uh, but I got some salad, so just some regular um, leafy some... greens there. Mm-hmm. Get your and e. I... e. coli fix in. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, and I got some. They have some jalapenos there, like just sliced up jalapenos. Mm-hmm. So I got some of those, and I was like, I want it to hurt later. I was like, boop, around the salad, and I was not disappointed. Interesting decision. Uh, later, later, fact. it did hurt. Uh, that's good to hear. Did you know that one telltale sign that you have a really bad E. coli uh, case is if you uh, poop blood? So, there you go. Hmm. Well, I don't think I've had that problem, so okay. I think I'm in the You're clear. Safe. You're safe. Yeah, you know, I was a giant, and the whole salad area was, like, deserted. Oh, like, yeah. All the bags and stuff. I was like, what the hell? Better be safe. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, you asked me earlier if there's anything you should bring here, equipment-wise. Yes. Yes. Uh, Maybe you guys can bring your darts. We could probably find a place to use them. Oh, I'll bring them. Sounds good. All right. Shall we get into the show? This is the show, Evan. This is, this is the show. We're cutting you off right now. <laughs> this is the good part. Everyone stop listening now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll get into a little bit of news and some more fun. Uh, so something I talked about a couple months ago, one of the, at least at the time, interesting technologies for augmented reality or mixed reality, whatever you want to call it, um, or, you know, wearable technology, Intel had a a pair of glasses called the Intel Vaunt, which would shoot laser beams into your eyes with uh, valuable information as you go about your day. Due to downsizing and sort of uh, restructuring of investments, that project is no more, unfortunately. So I don't know if any like dev kits were out or if it was just a couple prototypes. You know, we watched a video uh, and there was a small demonstration from the reporter and one of the developers there. Um, so, I mean, it could be valuable, but you're probably not going to get one. But, That's true. Well, it's a sad day. Well, maybe they need to quit having those ads with those with those fucking asshole with that asshole from Big Bang Theory. Then maybe they'll have some money to actually do some nice research. Sheldon doesn't come cheap. You're right. Companies mm-hmm. hate doing research. I learned that. It costs a lot of money, and they I guess they never really get their return unless they're pharmaceutical companies. Or, like, Nintendo or something. No, they get their return, sure. I mean, not always, I guess, but... I mean, on the first generation, if that ever they, came out... They end they up with a marketable product. A big loss. Well, yeah. But it's a shame to see it uh, officially gone. Well, Maybe someone they'll else, reuse Someone the... else will pick it up, probably. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, hopefully you think technology I, in the future. Yeah, I doubt Intel would be like, oh, yeah, let's share this with another company. I mean, and they're not going to sell it, I think. No, no, no. I just mean someone else is going to be like, yeah, let's let's do this. If they're not already. I mean, mm-hmm. Maybe with a slightly different idea than shooting lasers into your eyes, but we'll see. That's That was always, I hate to say this, but that was always how that technology was going to work. There's like if you want to like be able to really like paint something into into a place where it seems real, it's got to be shot into your eye, right into your fucking retina. 
That's always how it's going to be. It's not, it's going to be back. It's not the end, Evan. Fucking prepare your fucking fucking retinas, dude. Lube their retinas up. Lose lose those eyeballs up, man. <laughs> they're going to fucking they're going to be like right your fucking fucking shit your brain your brain pan, dude. I look All forward right. to the game by Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. So is it actually very different from like monitors? I mean, it it's a laser, like a light frequency, and where they're shooting those into our eyes, kind of. Well, a laser is highly focused, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going to paint. So basically how I think it's supposed to work. I mean, it's like the same way in the, uh, what's that book called, Michael? Ready Player One? Yeah, like the, the, the glasses would shoot the laser to the back. It would, it would paint the image on the back of your retina, and your eye would do the work to invert it and everything, do what it does already. And uh, it's, it's, it just seems more there, you know? So I don't I don't know. Uh, who knows? You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we're years and years away from that. But, right. you know, I think that whole, like, just having some red words that appeared in the corner that were unobtrusive and there was no mirror and, and fucking gadgetry here on the side that you had to look up at, I think that was, like, the first step to, like, a better image, and I thought it was cool. I thought the concept was cool. I mean, I would have let them fucking laser my eye for a second just to see, <laughs> you know. But the question is, do those glasses attach to a, a Game Boy mm. to get the full Virtual Boy experience? There we go. Hmm. That's where they fell short. I'm just going to say it right now. I think Very a lot true. of companies haven't figured <laughs> out, like... I mean, I think I think they know that there's this could be a thing, but I think we're still at this point where it's like, is it a thing? Like, is AR a thing? Is VR a thing? You know, Are they waiting for the first big success. I think that's what the, I think that's what it is. I think I think because because think about it, how could Intel scrap it? You know, like obviously, like I feel like AR is the future of, you know, even if VR is a total failure, if I feel like AR is the future way we will interact with environments, so. How could they scrap it? It's because they don't know, like, they don't see the long term. Like, if you look at like HCC and stuff, like, they they they're trying to sell their HCC Vive Pro for nine hundred dollars to companies yeah. and stuff, and companies <laughs> are like, "What are we supposed to do with this?" You know, and they're struggling. You know, and it's the same thing with all these companies. You know, Oculus they 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 can kind of pull off because they're owned by Facebook, and Facebook's probably like, "Yeah, hey, whatever." You know, but I think most of these companies, no one's made the big app. Like, nobody's made that big thing. You know, people aren't ready for, like, oh, I have some intrusive thing. Give me data points of the world on my face, you know what I mean? And, like, oh, I can see Evan's name across the room and all that shit. Like, I don't think people are ready for it yet. I wish they were because I'm ready for it, dude. Like, fucking, I will sign I will sign up for the app that puts my name above my head, puts where I work, my phone number. As long as I can allow and deny who sees it, I'm ready for that. Fucking mm-hmm. sign me the fuck up, yo. I'm ready to get voted on and downvoted and upvoted <laughs> on my fucking behavior. If I fuck up, people downvote me. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta be better, you know? And you can't get coffee at Starbucks anymore? Yeah, exactly. I've ended up in, in like an episode of Black Mirror or fucking, um, what's Aren't they it? doing that in China? There is like a... They're doing something like else in China. Is it South Korea? Or? No, it's in China. There's like a, there's a social status rating of some sort. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I know they got a serious uh, uh, surveillance situation going on over there in China. Oh, yeah. 
Like, <laughs> like they fucking like they they like pinpointed some guy in a crowd in a fucking concert and they'd be like, oh, arrest that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like he did, like he did something unrelated to the whatever. But the camera saw him. It went back, and the Chinese government said, oh shit, that's that motherfucker, yo. That's mm-hmm. that boy in them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see something in our lifetime. So. so, Mike. Yes, sir, Evan. Let's uh, have a moment of silence for the deceased. Yes, for the gunny. Okay. All right. So, James, mm-hmm. Evan, last weekend we got word that... Uh, I think it was last Sunday. We got word that Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, aka R. Lee Ermy, has died. Great man. Which yeah. is crazy. Although he's seventy four. He's seventy four years old. Honestly, he looked a lot older than that. But I guess he lived a hard life. James, you met him, right? I did. I did. And the loosest, the loosest meaning of what met him means. Oh, it's well, like the same way Mike met William Shatner. Yeah, Co- exactly. Correct. He's yeah. like stood in the line for a while. Someone told him, you know, don't touch him, don't speak to him, go take your photo and get the fuck out. Yeah, basically. That is a true. He statement. wasn't. He wasn't like that. He was. He didn't have any handlers or anything. <laughs> I was standing in line. I walked up to him. I was like, "Hey." He's like, "Hey, what's up?" James, and I looked at my ID, he's like, James, and I was like, and I fucking like, the picture's the worst, oh, if you're a Facebook friend, you go look at my Facebook, it's my Facebook banner page, but yeah, I'm like, I was so constipated, because I was so nervous, you know, it was so fucking dope meeting him, he's up there shooting the fucking Glock 40, whatever, like, like some, some Glock 40, he was shooting, they were advertising, and he was, he's, he was a, a Glock sales not salesperson's spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. that one of the shot shows you went to. Yeah, twenty in twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, good guy though, man. Cool, good guy. Well, we commend ye to the ages. So next up, Barbara Bush died. So she died. Uh, was it? When did we hear about that? Thursday. Friday? Yeah, I don't know. Earlier this week sometime. But uh, they had the they had the funeral in Texas uh yesterday on Saturday. So I, I don't, don't know. know who it was, but some like political commentator was like she was an alcoholic bitch. Fuck her, I'm glad she's dead. Hey, you know, someone else is telling me that yesterday and I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, who the hell said that? Yeah. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. Oh well. She, James, like any any thoughts, feelings? Barbara Bush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's like, "Fuck that white bitch." No, 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 no. I mean, look. So, so some guy came out like, I think the day she they said you know she died, some guy came out like Barbara Bush is a fucking racist, right? And I, I mean, honestly, look, I haven't really met too many old white people her age who aren't probably a little racist or, you know, didn't grow up in a time when it was totally different to be racist in some way. 
you know, and probably not racist in a malicious way, but racist in a, like, a systemic way, like, they just know, you know, like, this is how they were raised, you know what I mean? So, like, for me, I'm, like, still, like, a little pissed, I can't, I can't say faggot anymore, you know what I mean? Or say, oh, that's gay, you know? Like, so, I mean, it's just a thing, like, like, we, when we grew up, it was okay, so... I'm not mad at her about that. And I'll be honest with you, like, she's the president, she's a former president's wife. Like, I think no matter how much you dislike a guy, you got to respect the office, you know? And this is a lady who represented our country, you know, one time. So it's sad when any of these people die. I mean, you know, they, her and her husband obviously worked to get where they were. I feel sorry for the Bushes. I mean, they're probably as close to, like, a royal family as the U.S. has next to the Kennedys, which is basically a gutted institution now. So. I mean, contaminated you know. with that Austrian blood. Heil. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I guess. But, you know, I mean, you think about it like, you know, the bushes, you know, I mean, to the bushes. So, yeah, I don't know. And I feel like they've had a they've had a hard go of it, you know, even though they're fucking rich, <laughs> rich robber barons. What am I talking about? But I feel like, you know, Jeb Bush is a bungler. The Bush Bush Jr. is just like he's like fucking being a president made him retarded, you know. It's like you can't see retarded anymore, by the way, either. Um, but I just feel like I feel like you know. I mean, it sucks. His mother died, you know. So I'm not gonna bitch the guy out because it's fucking. I mean, they, whatever. They're they're Americans like you and me, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all good. They put their shoes on one foot at a time. Absolutely, they don't though, Michael. I think they put like I think they have tiny <laughs> shoes for each individual toe, and then they slide that whole thing into some kind of a in into a person's back or something. And they just Possibly. walk on two yeah. people. And let's also be honest, they have someone put their shoes on for them. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. All right. Well, next up, Vern Troyer has died. I don't know also, how much I care about this. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, not that, like, you know, it's like, oh, damn, you know, but it's like, eh, you know. I mean, those, like, these people, those guys don't live. I hate yeah. to say that. They don't. They don't live. Well, Riddled he, com- he committed problems. suicide. It sounds like. Really? What? If you read between the lines here. Oh, I yeah. didn't see that. I assumed mm-hmm. he died of like you know organ failure, from you know a lifetime of uh, alcohol abuse or something, and being small. Yeah, I mean he's definitely. Um, I heard he had alcohol problems at you know one point. Um. But in their in the post, where they said you know they announced on his Instagram that he died. They say during his, this recent time of adversity, he was baptized while surrounded by his family. Uh, depression and suicide are very serious issues. You never know what kind of battle someone is going through. Be kind to one another. Blah blah blah. So they don't come out and say he committed suicide, but yeah, yeah, true. Did he drown himself amongst family in the baptismal font? Oh, Jesus. It's possible. I will meet God and the devil simultaneously. What a way to go. <laughs> the baptismal waters will offset what I'm about to do. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so, no, it's sad. I mean... I mean, it is sad. It is sad. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I feel sorry for any little uh, little person... What's mm-hmm. the right term? Inward? Should I just say inward? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what to call them. You know? N-word. Trans, like, you know. Trans height. 
trans height. Yeah, I don't know. What's so, N word? I'm just, I'm just Michael. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the N word. I was just saying, you know. Ah. Anyway, so I feel sorry for them because I feel like I don't know. I feel like if I was a midget, I would be drunk all the time. Like, I'd always be drunk, trying to fuck, like, just being a maniac constantly. You know, I don't think I can lead a normal life. Because I'd be like, cause people are always trying to party with me, and I'd be like, yeah, woo! You know what I mean? Especially if you're like Mini-Me. Like, he's just famous. Like, he can't go anywhere, no matter what he does. He could do a fucking porno, you know, where he fucks a dog, and people be like, there's a Mini-Me motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, nobody would, nobody would not... Well, maybe it he fucked a dog. Isn't there supposedly a sex tape of his somewhere? I'm sure there is. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that I don't know. I hadn't heard about that. Well, I mean, Mike, that's do uh, some research. That'd be interesting. Yep. Go to your primary source for such things, 4chan. <laughs> yeah, 4chan. 4chan. There's only one person there. here goes to 4chan. Yeah. I wonder and... if 4chan is to be able death. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's checked. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're generally a very supportive uh, group of people there. Yeah. Okay. So lots of people dead this week. Yes. Cool. What's um, uh what what why are you so uh concerned with with my hometown, Mike? Uh, well, just because we're gonna be there, so yeah. we gotta know, gotta know what's up, you know. Okay. So, in local news, ha, <laughs> local to Evan anyway. Tennessee lawmakers punish Memphis for removing statues. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the House, you know, those like the House and the Senate or whatever, mm-hmm. the House in Tennessee voted to remove $250,000 in funding away from, they took it away from the city of Memphis uh, because earlier this year or last year, uh, Memphis removed some Confederate monuments mm-hmm. from a couple public parks. Yep. So one was of Jefferson Davis. He was the president a loser. The, of the Confederate <laughs> States of America. Yep, a place that does not exist because they lost. Continue. And Nathan Bedford Forrest. Mm. He was a general. He was a slave owner and he was a leader in the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, also a loser. You know, and, and you know what's funny? There are fucking naval ships named after him. Really? The U.S. Navy does not give any fucks. They named many ships after Confederate generals. So don't we have Jefferson Davis Highway or something in Virginia? Yes, absolutely, 100%. 100%. And the South shall rise again. <laughs> the South is like a fucking, like an anal fucking anal disease. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, we don't care if you don't, if we, if we're the asshole, we're just going to sit here and bump up and give you warts and you're just going to fucking have to deal with it. You're going to have to be that fucking guy with anal warts. Yeah, dude, I'm. <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing wrong with the South. I'm just saying, like, the whole thing with the whole Confederate shit. Honestly, look, I don't care about it for the same reason people are like, oh, these guys own slaves, whatever. I don't care. 
Like, they don't own slaves now, they're dead. It doesn't matter. Like, it's fucked up. Like, I, I, luckily, I don't have to deal with any of that. But the fucking Confederates are fucking losers, dude. Like, they fucking lost. Why are we talking? What, like, why is this? Why is this still a thing? Like, why do people get talked to? And, and the thing is, these monuments, people are like, those monuments have been up since 1860. No, they haven't. They've been up <laughs> since, like, 1970-something. Because yeah, somebody, a lot some, of them are a lot of them are fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah, because some asshole was like, you know what, the South's gonna rise again. You know, that's the only reason they're there. And because most people are like, how does statues get up? I don't know. I don't know. People are fucking stupid. I don't know. All right, I'm done. That's <laughs> Sorry, the I'm actual like, sound of a triggered and skittles. Fuck See, it. Evan, Evan, that's why I selected this article. Thank you. <laughs> You knew that's where it would lead? I actually did not, but I'm glad that's where it went. <laughs> now, I must ask, uh, did you get this article from the Memphis subreddit? No. Okay. I did Is not it... click on that link yet. Okay. There was some, you know, postings about it. Oh, I saw this on uh, Facebook because I follow FARC. Okay. Are they so based in a, Memphis? It was a FARC post. I mean, they post they post things from all over. Sometimes they post things from WTOP. I mean, you know, it's just oh, okay. It's whatever's newsworthy, I guess. Remember uh, when? Remember when you signed up for uh, the the pro account? Total fark. For like, yeah, for some, I don't even remember why. I I guess I wanted to support them or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah, they're doing good, you know. Yeah. And uh, but then you see all the articles that are submitted. Yeah, what a waste. What is FARC? What, it's old. What is it exactly? Uh, News site? Yeah. Is it? Good stuff, bad Weird stuff, name. funny stuff. Weird name. Yeah. Like, it's a good site, though. Curtis Check it FARC out. or Drew something? Drew, Drew Curtis? Curtis? Yeah. I thought you'd be like, the Drudge Report. I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh. Right. Okay. Um, Is it me? No. Let's move on to some stranger danger. All right. So this comes out of Florida, of course, which I don't know if this is true or not, but I've read this in a book. Yes, Florida is insane. Well, Florida, Florida is insane, but uh, apparently it's a spammer's paradise. Oh, yeah. So it's a land of spam. So this is uh, a Florida man. He's been accused with flooding consumers with 97 million phone calls. Ooh. Touting fake travel deals. Jeez, not even real travel deals? Yeah, it's a fake travel deal. So it's just like a scam. But how do you make money from that, though? What, they get them Does to he... sign up for 50 bucks or whatever it is and... You get all the travel deals in the world, or whatever it is, you know? Okay. Or whatever, I don't know. And he said, it says here they, he appeared before lawmakers, so I, I imagine this is like a congressional hearing, but in Florida, to explain how robocalls work, and to say, I am not the kingpin of robocalling, that is alleged. Okay. Um... They're proposing fining him $120 million. Good luck. Yeah. He's like, bro, come on. 
Yeah, that's like, you know, when uh, people who got prosecuted for, like, downloading music or software or something, like, okay, $10,000 per song. Like, what? I mean, that's a little different, though. This guy, like, like nobody hates people who download music except for fucking rich musicians. <laughs> fucking nobody, everybody hates this guy. Did you know how many robocalls I get a day? If they told me they were like, they were like, yo, would you sign up for this class action lawsuit? You get no money, but we're going to charge this guy $1,000 for a call. I'd be like, sign me the fuck up. Can I sign up twice? <laughs> I'd say, you need me to fly to Florida on my own dime? I'm there, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I hate robocalls because you can't you can't stop them. Like even though like when a regular spammer calls you and you're like, please take my name off the list, they're like, uh, uh, okay. And even if they don't, like you have that governmental resource, like oh recourse, oh you didn't take my name off the list, okay, cool. What's your name? What's the call? Da da da. And then you can get they can get money for it or something like that. I forgot what it is. Like the Mm -hmm. government, the government finds them or whatever, you know. But with the robocalls, you can't even do that. Like. Please take my name. I'm Susan from Cardholder Services. You're like, fuck, no. <laughs> you know? And the thing is, so Google has the things like, oh, mark this call as spam. Well, guess what? They just use some other machine, some other thing to generate a different number. So what right. happens is you end up having all these local numbers marked as spam and you don't get when real people call you. It's so malicious. Yeah, well, that's so what he was doing. That's what he was doing, exactly. He was spoofing. Yeah. They said neighbor spoofing. It's the neighbor worst, spoofing man. robocalling. So you know, you get a phone number, you get a call, and it's from a phone number that's almost the same as your yeah. phone number. I, I never answer those. Yeah, neither do I, because uh, you know. I answer them because I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's a customer. Oh, it's fucking somebody who works here in my office and they need help or support or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why I answer them. You know what I mean? And it's always like Susan from Carnival Services. Okay. Like you fucking bitch. You're not a person, Susan. No, get this. So the he said he said, uh, bro, can you reduce the fine? He said it's disproportionate because most of the calls went unanswered or resulted in a quick hang up by consumers. It's like, bro, you shouldn't find me that much. I mean, most of the calls were unanswered, you know. No, they got to find him because otherwise, <laughs> other people won't learn. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to know when they do this shit. Like this is happening. People like these Americans doing this to 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 their own Americans. They're doing this to their fucking brother and sister patriots. The brother and sister patriots. That might be an over <laughs> overstating of uh, what the Amer- the normal American citizen is. But, you know, they're doing this to – we're just doing this. It's not happening from India. This is happening – this is like some fucking dude in his basement doing this shit. You know, so they got to fucking get these motherfuckers. Teach you to do this shit. They need to make the whole robocalling thing illegal. It you know is. who else participates sure. in some uh, minor level robocalling? You? No. Oh. My dad. <laughs> of course. That does not surprise me. Does yeah, not. no, me neither. Dude, this guy has been on the fucking robocalling uh, game for decades. There's a machine, it's probably still in the basement, from before I was born, that had, like, a telephone hookup and, like, two dial pads. And it was designed to just call numbers and, and play an auto, a uh, recorded message from a tape. Huh. Yeah, can we borrow it? Maybe. Hi, listen to the I.O. panel. <laughs> Hi, listen to the I.O. panel. Hi, yeah. listen to the I.O. panel. <laughs> say uh, war dialer, but yeah. for a uh, right. voice. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's how you advertise, man. Gotta get your business out there. Oh, jeez. Fortunately, my dad's business is legitimate. 
but still. Okay, anyways, what's next in the uh, Stranger Danger? Like, I assume this is also your article. It is. So, uh, this particular article is about how Microsoft is building its own custom Linux operating system to secure IoT devices. Good. Um, called Azure Azure Sphere. Um, but really, the only thing I really want to talk about is like how Microsoft is just like going all all in on this whole Linux thing. Oh, they're all about it because they know what? that's what you know runs most of the world, other than desktop computers. So they made SQL Server now available for for Linux. Mm-hmm. They made they're making PowerShell. It's called PowerShell Core, available for Linux and even Mac OS. Mm. I installed it the other day on a, on a Linux VM. It's like, huh? Like, all right, now now what? Like, I <laughs> guess I'll just I'll close it, but it's here. <laughs> And uh, and now they're doing their own kernel, their own Linux kernel. So we we're talking about this at work. We're wondering, are they just going to move Windows in that direction at some point? Yes, and mostly yes. So I don't have an article to back this up, but a uh, sort of another like tech review podcast by uh, Jay's Two Cents and Barnacles on YouTube. They have like Tech Talk Today or something like that. Okay. Um, I think it's just called Tech Talk. Barnacles used to work for Microsoft as uh, a like a coder in the you know Q and A, like fix bugs and stuff like that. So, and he still keeps up with sort of the the goings on with Microsoft and with their giant push behind their whole Azure infrastructure, they're basically moving towards. Uh, an operating system that needs the cloud to work. Hmm. So like a cloud OS, you know, there's no more, you know, local installs, or if there is, you know, you have to be connected to the internet at least once a month to, to stay in sync. To re-up? Yeah. And uh, that's probably where they're going. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, we know it's like cloud, 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 right? Right. And they're doing software as a service, mm-hmm. SaaS, um, which is which is we know that's the direction Windows 10 has been going, or Windows has been going, especially with Windows 10, because they're like for like a year or two, they're like upgrade for free, just get it, get it, right? Yeah. And they're just putting out updates all the time, which they're just calling it like an update, but really it's like service packs or almost even new versions of Windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Redstone 1, Redstone 2, Fall Creators Update, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, man. They're, uh... It's just going to be Windows from now on. No more version. Just mm-hmm. constant uh, constant upgrades. I feel I felt like this for a while, that we're at the end of... We're, like, we're at the tail end of what we know to be Windows. Yeah. Like, it's about fair. to be something else. You know, I don't know if it's going to be a cloud thing soon, but, you know, I feel like whatever it is next, whatever's after Windows 10 is going to be something fucking weird. 
And I wonder if they'll have to maintain some sort of legacy operation like for the EU or something, you know, where they had to release Windows without Internet Explorer. You know, to if they'll have to release mm. a version that can run entirely without the Internet just to comply with, you know, international law somewhere. Let's hope so, so we can get a copy of it. Or like, fuck the rest of the world. Beat it. We don't need you anymore. No, I doubt that. I mean, mm. I think they released something. I think they could get away with making a version like Windows... 11 or something that's that has a, a, a it has a local install and then but 90% of it is cloud function like like oh if you get windows you get a free copy of office 365 but you're just getting like their version of google docs you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's just like some shitty like you know front end installed and you just have to go to the web but our internet's not good enough here in america to do that to deploy that properly yeah i they wonder to... if if they're going to go like you sell windows so you go to, go to micro center or something buy microsoft windows but in the box instead of a dvd or you know a key for download or, or whatever they give you you know a 32 gig flash drive and it's just windows you know you boot up to your flash drive and that's windows and then you connect to the cloud and there's your computer so it's almost like a like a hardware security key that some, you know, expensive software programs have. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. If anyone mm. from Microsoft hears this, don't take that idea. Please make a normal OS. But... Well, that, that's already a feature of, uh, at least it was a feature of Windows 8.1. What, to be able to lock your computer with a hardware key? You create a USB flash drive with Windows installed on it. Mm-hmm. And like your IT department could be like, "All right, here's your computer." They give that to you. And you take it home, boot up your computer off that, and I like that. That's your computer. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I forget what the feature is called. Better than my work laptops. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the feature is called, but that's a that's a feature. At least it was in Windows eight one. I think. I don't know if they still continued that in Windows ten. Do you remember that? Uh... That supposedly great features like called speed boost or or mem boost or something. I think it was ready introduced boost. in was it ready boost? Uh huh. Is introduced in Vista. You could use yep. like a USB three flash drive as more RAM or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. It was, but now everyone has more RAM. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. yep. All right. Well, cool. Good for good for Microsoft. I, they they're recognizing that you know Linux is a very important part of the the networked infrastructure of the entire world, and they're getting on board. Mm-hmm. They're giving away some stuff for free, so that people they sink their hooks in, and people become dependent on them. You know, even though they're not, uh, you know, so dominant anymore. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some movies. Super Troopers 2. See, Mike is uh, halfway in uniform. All right. So, I just want to mention that Super Troopers 2 is out. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. We're supposed to go see it later on today. 
Uh, I'm sure it'll be funny. Uh, will it be an award-winning film? I'm sure it will not be. But from the articles and things I've read about it, people are like, yeah, it's it's funny. I, I'm it's sure it'll funny. be funny. I just hope they don't or they didn't try too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just hoping whatever made the first one great, they just are able to capture that same, you know, same magic, same vibe, same whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be skeptical. Oh, oh. James, you think it's going to be another Club Dread? (laughs) Dude. (laughs) (laughs) There was apparently another one I hadn't even heard of. Slamming Salmon. Yeah. Where they're, Dude, where they're, it's so bad. Is that oh what the God. other one's called? Where they're yeah. like, they're in a restaurant. They're waiters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my it's God. So I haven't bad. seen it. I haven't seen it. Dude, Don't my, watch it. My coworkers we'll, got we'll it. Watch it, it when you're so done. Bad. But yet, beer well, fest is so good. Beer fest though? was pretty good. No, beer fest is good. Definitely no super troopers, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Troopers. Yeah, that's true. If you look at it in the light of the other masterpieces they've made it's pretty good but in the light of like yeah super troopers <laughs> it doesn't even shine super troopers was like fucking struck struck gold and i wonder i just i'm afraid that either a they just tried way too hard this one trying to restrike that same gold or it could be that they've wait they've been away long enough and they've taken enough time and they've like really been able to do it right or they're overdoing it to try to be like okay we can do this again you know what i mean so I, I don't know. Part of the appeal of the first one was showing that, uh, you know, some authority figures can be fucking idiots also. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of funny. Yeah, because you never think of cops that way, right? But yeah, when you guys are down here, when we're nice and drunk on a Saturday night, we'll watch Slam and Salmon with Michael Clark Duncan. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You watched it? Oh yeah, I did. I'm sure I've watched that shit twice. Garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> oh god, with bold proclamation. Yeah, garbage. Well, you'll hate it. Well, we're gonna watch it. <laughs> you'll hate it. I'm well, as it. long as I'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sold. Yep. All right, cool. So next up here, I saw this randomly on Facebook. Some random video of this guy, Wang Wang. Not so, familiar. Uh, in the in the in the vein of Vern Troyer, he's a a small man. Secret Agent Double O. Uh, yeah, the, they they keep on calling him Indian, although he's technically not Indian. What is he? He looks like is he Malaysian or something? Yeah, I think he's from. Malaysia. Um, yeah, he's like two foot eight or two foot nine or something. Jeez. Yeah, the thing I watched was like so ridiculous. Like he's he's roundhouse kicking people and stuff. I was like, what is going on? What am I watching? I was like, yeah. is this real? It was like, <laughs> ask Steven Seagal, you just kicked that kid in the fucking knee? Like some people's throats are down there. <laughs> yeah. Do you see his hand holding this glass at like 52 seconds? Yeah. It looks like a mannequin. It's so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> it gets there's a lot more action towards the end of this video. Oh yeah. I'm going to I'm uh, going to finish watching it after the show. 
But uh, yeah, it's I mean it's crazy, it's insane. Apparently, he died pretty young. So like you guys were saying earlier, or like James was saying earlier, the small don't don't last too long usually. So I yeah. guess that's what happened to him. Um, but supposedly he's been in like approximately twenty or thirty movies. He is not the the plane boss, the plane guy, right? No, no, no. Okay. No. Around the same time period, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, his movie, this the, the whole concept of this. So the, the scene that we saw isn't here, but dude, it's it's so good. There's like he's like fighting people up a staircase. Then he yeah. goes into this woman's room and he he like jumps across the bed, does something, and then he comes back and kisses her. And it's like it's like this woman's kissing a child. And it's just like the most awkward kissing scene I've ever seen in my entire life. And there's like another one here, like before the two minute mark, where he's kissing a girl in a car, and it's so awkward and so weird. And I just gotta think these women are like, "What am I doing with my life right now?" Like I sucked the guy's dick to be in this movie, and here I'm kissing this fucking guy. You know, it's just like, uh, it couldn't be worse, honestly. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. Yeah, um, here's the one, James. I think you're talking about. I think this has, this has Watch everything. Wing wing fly. Uh huh. I'll put this in the extra section of the notes. Thank you. Um, is that the this is the one where he jumps out of the building at the end, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, uh, it's worth watching. Whoever whoever watches the show, go watch Wang Wang. It's fucking great. It's good stuff. I mean, honestly. Indian cinema. Oh, they must have redone it. This is a different scene, but but very similar. That's crazy. Yeah. Here he's taking the the sheets off a bed off of a sleepy naked woman. And... uh... Wing Wing Redux. Yep. Starring Marlon Brando. That'd be something. Yeah. (laughs) Look at him running down the hall. Jesus. I have detective baby legs. I don't need your regular Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the noise I make when I run. Jan Michael Vincent is. <laughs> In a world like... where there's only nine Jan Michael Vincents. We need more Jan Michael Vincents. He's like, is it important for me to know who Jan Michael Vincent is? He's like, no, he's no, like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So uh, let's see. We got something uh, here, Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. New series. Who was watching that? Uh, uh, was... James. Is it on Netflix or YouTube? Yeah, it's on Netflix. So, okay. So, I watched the first four episodes or five episodes of this. Um, okay, it starts off. So, if you remember the... Do you guys remember the first Lost in Space? The I black and white one? some of them, yeah. Okay, so I'll be honest with you. I found those to be classic sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are neither good nor bad. They're just no. classic sci-fi. Like they, they I've fit. never seen them. Uh, I think it's worth watching a couple episodes just to get the gist, but I think if you've seen one, you've basically seen them all. Like they follow a, pla- a kind of a a, a check, a, you know, an outline. But they're good. I think they're good. Even now, I think they're good. They don't hold up well, but you know, for the time period, they were good. Um, and then I think there's a colorized version of that same show. 
with some different characters, like maybe season you know four or something. Who knows? I think it was okay. Then there was the Lost in Space TV movie that came out with uh, the guy from Friends. Matt LeBlanc. Lacey Matt LeBlanc Chabert. was in it. Yeah. Uh, I believe Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Who's the girl? That's William Hurt. Who's the girl? Lacey, His... Lacey Chabert. The daughter? Mimi, Mimi Rogers. Heather Graham. No, the daughter. Oh, the older one, Heather Graham. No, 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 no. The, the younger, younger one. one. Yeah, Lacey Chabert. Yeah, she could get it. She was on Party of Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she was she Meg. Was she was the voice well. of Meg in season one of Family Guy. I don't know what she was thinking. Stupid. Yeah, she's great. She's cute. <laughs> anyway, it's neither here nor there. So um, I, I honestly thought that Lost in Space wasn't bad. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I thought the concept for like a movie that was like a closed loop and did not contain them lost in space forever, like the TV show does, I thought it was good. You know, I mm-hmm. thought it was like, okay, t- there's a time travel aspect. It's well executed. I thought it was good. Um, a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, this, I, I, I didn't go into this thinking I would see a rehash of either Lost in Space. I knew it would be transformative. That's normally what ne- um, Netflix does with this kind of thing. But what you get is a very sci-fi, a very a very good sci-fi show that is, it is... You don't have to suspend your disbelief too hard, which is nice. Like, there's not a whole bunch of weird techno babble that's just like filler. Um, the characters aren't great. The female characters are some of the worst female characters in a TV show. Um, the male characters are pretty pathetic. Uh, they're not. There's not a lot of depth there. Um, the the whole concept is. Uh, the father is so Will Robinson's father is like some kind of a he's a military guy, you know, secret squirrel, you know, uh, special forces type guy. And he's in whatever this Earth's big war is, you know, he's off somewhere at war. And I guess the world is falling apart. There's lots of dust storms and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, we got to get everybody out of here. So a few families get selected. Um, so like maybe let's say fifty or sixty families get selected for the second colonist trip to Alpha Centauri, and their family gets selected. The wife wants to take the kids, but not him, and he's like, "Yo, B, I'm going." So the wife is an aerospace engineer, and the kids. One kid, uh, one daughter is apparently they have a daughter from the older doctor daughter who's the doctor. She's from the other, from another marriage. She's 18. Then the younger daughter, who I don't know what place she holds in this whole equation. And then the son, who in all the other Lost in Space is a mechanical, the mechanical smart guy. He's just kind of like this pathetic. He's pathetic. He's pathetic. He's like literally like a little boy. It's like if they picked up a little boy and said, we're sending you to space, you know. Um, All of these things wouldn't be a problem if you view it from the perspective of like me or Michael or Evan or a writer in Hollywood, if you thought, how would I be if I was a kid, if I was a girl going to, or if I was this late, this mother, whatever, you know? Um, But if you're a kid in a military family, who's been training for like two years to go to space, you wouldn't behave the way these people behave. And it's to me, that's totally immersion breaking. It's so weird and so awkward and so ill fitting. Um, 
Dave, one of our friends, is like, you got to watch more episodes. It's really good. But I, dude, it's such a struggle to watch it. The, the, the probably the best character to me is the bad guy, Dr. Smith, which is a woman in this one. Uh, but she's even her. She's a basically trite villain. There's nothing special about her. The only thing, only reason I like her is because she just villains the hardest. Like she just, she's a hundred percent a villain. Like nothing she does makes sense, or it makes sense, but it's almost it's short sighted. It, like every every bad thing villains do. Like I'm gonna steal this. I'm gonna blow up the world because uh, my husband left me when I was fucking. In high school, and I'm angry. You know right. what I mean? Like it's like it's like very short sighted and kind of stupid. Everything she does is like that, and it's least like very predictable character. But she does it like to the the actress is good. She does the she fucking villains the shit out of that character. The rest of them, you're like, what's happening? Like, okay, if you're married to this like high high end high speed low drag military fucking killer like special forces guy, you're not gonna be all upset at him because he went back to war you know like he basically had a chance to come back and he decided to go back to war instead of coming back home you know i'd be like i'd be like i wish you had come back home but i understand you don't want to leave your men behind like you can't be home while they're still fighting like i get it you know but she doesn't understand that like his wife it's like it's it's like it's like it's like his wife married an accountant and then he said no i'm gonna go become a special forces guy and travel around the world fucking doing stuff for the for the country like like she was blindsided by it so it's not uh, the, the, the everything, all the plot devices and roles and stuff are designed for a normal person thrown into those situations, and not a person who has trained for space, prepared for space, prepared for the hardships of being in space and dealing with emergency situations. Not a person who was married her entire marriage with three kids to a guy in whose life is the career military officer. You know, it, it's how Hollywood thinks military families are. They they think military families are these troubled households where the father's some dickhead like that. That's how they wrote the story, and it's you know I don't know. It's not good. I, so I did after not... after you know this uh, after leaving the military, he's like, I'm leaving my entire past behind. I'm a family man now. I'll never go back to that you know major portion of my uh, that formed me. I, I guess so. I mean, so he seems to be the smartest person in the story so far. Everyone else makes dumb decisions and does things randomly, and you're like, what are they doing? Like, this is totally against this character's, everything this character's done up until now. Then you're like, oh, it's a plot device. You know what I mean? Um, which I hate. Like, you guys know I hate plot devices that are that are immersion-breaking. You know, like, that don't fit. If you're going to have a character do something, it has to be within their character's arc, their set, their character's set action. Like something a character would do, um, and I hate that stuff. And this movie has a lot of it. The father, he's probably the only one who sticks to what he does. You know, he's kind of like he's a protector, a rescuer. Like he's play, he plays a good dad. And the guy who plays the author is a good. He's a good. The good. I mean, the dad is a good. He's a good. He's a good actor. You know, I can't think of his name, but he's somebody. Toby um, Stevens. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's like you've seen him in other stuff, and he's a good actor. Um, and actually, all the actors, all the all the actors, except for the kids, are somebody, you know. And Doctor Smith, I've never seen her before. I'm sure she's been in stuff, but I don't. She remember is her. the most somebody out of the whole cast, as far as I know. What Parker is she? Posey. Oh, that's Parker Posey. Yeah, she looks like a bag of old hot dogs. <laughs> she ain't looking good. Yeah. Uh... But, um, 
Oh, yeah, and I'm just looking up uh, the guy, Toby Stevens. Mm-hmm. That's the bad guy in Die Another Day. Yeah, yeah. Gustav Graves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I know him from. I'm looking at everything else he's been in, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Nothing. It's unfortunate that they made everyone idiots. I mean, I, I would say it's worth it to watch one episode to get your own opinion of it. I mean, the show, the sci-fi, the, the sci-fi angle is excellent. It's really good. And I think, Evan, you would enjoy that part of it. Uh, the the set design looks really good. The Everything's believable. You know, a lot of stuff just is good. It makes sense, you know? Um, even the the robot, like, I thought, I thought the thing I'd have the most problem with was the robot, right? It's not, it's like, in every Lost in Space, the robot is some robot that either the sun built or was brought to them and they took it under it or it was like part of like something we brought to space, like like humans brought to space. But this robot is like an alien, basically. They found somewhere, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird at first, but it works out well. You know, it works well. Like he doesn't really say anything except for Danger Will Robinson because I don't know why the fuck because he all of a sudden understands how English works. I don't know. That's I have a problem with that. It's kind of weird, but otherwise, his species evolved to sense danger, James. I guess so. Yeah, I mean the way they play it off, he he just understands the robot kind of has an innate understanding of stupid things, <laughs> and he's like, "This is dumb. <laughs> like, what's happening here is dumb." Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah. And almost every time he says something, Danger, Will Robinson, someone's about to do something stupid. You know. So, so let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. How much do they emphasize that this family went through years of military training and preparation for this journey? They don't emphasize it at all. But, I mean, I think we all kind of know, and not not the, not the family. The father was in the military. The family was doing family stuff. Mm-hmm. They were off living their own, like, going to school. She's The mother's an aerospace engineer, you know. But they went. they obviously went to, like, at least two years of training to go on this mission. So, uh, of space training. I mean, and you guys know, like, you know, we don't know astronauts, but like, they don't just let anybody be an astronaut, right. you know? So it, it's a, it's extremely intense, you know, like these people are at the top of their game, you know, they're, they're a backup to a backup to a backup. Like they understand every system to, at some level and at least two systems at an expertise level, you know? So, uh, and they do demonstrate some of that here, but at the same time, a lot of the characters do stuff that's like, so their ship, the Resolute, which is like the, the ship that's taking all the colonists out, the way the whole colony is supposed to work is you get – the family has a family unit, and it's like consists of an entire family, and they're on a ship called the Jupiter, and everyone's like the Jupiter 1, Jupiter 2, Jupiter 3, and it goes all the way up to like 30. And all the Jupiters are attached on the inside of the Resolute in this column, and they can all leave. And the whole idea is they fly from Earth to Alpha Centauri. Once they get to Alpha Centauri, all the Jupiters detach, fly down, land on their pre-purchased plot of land. They open up the Jupiter, and the family lives on the Jupiter until they can homestead out into their area of area into their place. You know, and that's the whole idea. It's like a like a call everything the family needs to survive in a box. Mm-hmm. And the, all the other supplies and things are supplied by the Resolute. You know, then the Resolute leaves and comes back and gets another one or something. Okay? Like it's a regular trip. They've been okay. doing it for years. Um this is the other second or third batch of colonists. So but something of course goes wrong 
And when it goes wrong, I'll give you an example, Dr. Smith. So Dr. Smith isn't who she claims to be. She's just some woman uh, who her motivation for getting on the ship is very unclear. It doesn't seem like she has any reason to. She just decides, I want to go to space. So she just sneaks on the ship. (laughs) And then she gets on there, and the guy's like, you're not who you're supposed to be. And then she somehow, it's so weird, right? They're in space, traveling to Alpha Centauri. The guy grabs her from behind, thinking she's someone else. And he he looks at her, and she says, he's like, you're not so-and-so. And she struggles with him, pushes him against the wall. Well, of course, on the wall, there happens to be an airlock. Right in the middle of the hallway, <laughs> and the airlock has a big red button, and she pushes him in the button. The door opens. She pushes him off, and the door closes. And the guy's like, no, no, open the door. This is an airlock. And she's like – and the airlock automatically – airlock's like, if you don't cancel, I'll open the airlock and expel whatever's inside. Five, four, three, two, and it counts down. And the lady's like, should I let him out? And she's like – she goes to touch the thing to let him out, and then it opens and lets it – and shoots again in space. That's the most dangerous airlock system I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, that's, that's pretty shitty. Zero safeguards. The airlocks in the video game Star Citizen are way more safe than that. <laughs> like, it does not make sense how that could possibly... It's like, it opens and it's like, okay, I'm automatically opening outside doors. Just for shits and giggles, boys. Let's go. You know Contaminant what I mean? Like, detected. Venting yeah. in five, four... It, it, at least that would make sense. It doesn't even say contaminate. It just, it just opens. It's just so <laughs> weird. You know, so so then she steals this other guy's like ID badge or something, and she uses his ID badge with a maintenance man and his girl and his friend because the ship's breaking apart. So they're like, oh, let's get onto this fucking ship. And they think that she they they think the the ship is her ship. So they get on the ship with her and somehow the maintenance man. Or he's like a mechanic, and the mechanic's friend, and this lady who doesn't belong on the ship and has not trained for space, figure out how to eject the Jupiter, fly it through the maze of other Jupiters, out into space, and then they crash land on a planet. They so what happens? They don't show any of that. They claim and they get into the they get into spacesuits, they get into the seat, they lock everything down, and then a, next thing, next scene, you know, so it shows them going in. Next scene, it shows them crashed hanging off the side of an edge, and they have to get out of the ship. Okay? So you think, okay, they're going to get out of the ship. No big deal. You know? So they do the little struggle bullshit, and you just kind of suspend yourself. You're like, okay, they're into spacesuits, whatever. I don't know why they're in spacesuits, but okay. The mechanic I had, like, a, a, a spacesuit on already. But the, 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 the other lady put a spacesuit on. These guys think she legitimately belongs in this spaceship, in the Jupiter, in her Jupiter. But she doesn't. She doesn't know anything about any of this. Okay? She literally got on an escalator, got onto the Resolute, and flew off with them. She has no idea. So, all that time, they never thought, oh, you don't know where the spacesuits are? How do you know how to get in the spacesuit? Like, they never thought about any of that. Then, excuse me, then they crawl out of the ship. Well, that ship, we've already seen from episode one that that ship is filled with all kinds of goodies. All kinds of survival stuff, everything you need, every basically everything you need to homestead on a planet, you know. So it's it's completely self-contained, and it has a, a little buggy inside called a chariot. That's a self-contained unit, like the Mars rover that uh, uh, Watts use, Mark Watts use, Mark Watney uses in Mars in that movie. 
So it has a, it has a in the Martian. It has a rover inside. You just open the back door and you drive away in the rover. These guys, what what do they do? They fucking put on. Uh, they they like wander around outside the ship. They're like, oh, oh, oh no gear. Somehow they could, you know, they get out of the ship. They wander around. They pick up a bunch of scraps of garbage all over the place. Put them in some haphazard fucking cloth bags they found. Put them on like backpacks, even though those bags are like clearly like fucking garbage bags or something. And they wander on down the hill. They fuck off down down the hill. And I'm like, yo, they didn't see the fucking chariot. They didn't see the rover. They didn't see like the the fucking the the Robinsons had tents and all kinds of shit. Where are the emergency pl- supplies? That mechanic should at least know, you know. So. <sighs> It, but it was a plot device because they needed them to walk across the Martian. They need to walk. They need them to walk across the surface to wherever. So of course they're not going to give them any of those things, and they needed them to be in this pinch because they needed them to get caught in a dust storm and all these other things to happen to them. So it's it's super annoying, man. It's just there's mm-hmm. stuff like that that drives me fucking crazy about it. Like I said, I, I would watch one episode just to see if it's your thing. I, I'm picky. My other friend loves it. He thinks it's great. So, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I'm sorry. I talked about this for like a half an hour. Sorry. Oh, that's good. I'll, it, sounds I'll like it, this, it sounds like the show is trash. I mean, I watch an episode. Watch one episode. Mike, You won't, I, I don't think you'll like it. I think Evan might like be like, oh, okay. He'd see the same stuff I see in it, but I think you'd be like, oh, okay. There's some aspects of it to, to, to it that are good. You know? And you at some point... some of the original. Oh, the, the original is great. Yeah. The original. It, yeah. it is what it is. Let me say that. Yeah, <laughs> it true. is what it is. It if is you what can it enjoy is. yourself watching an episode of I Love Lucy, you can enjoy an episode of Lost in Space. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I can, but we'll see. If you can watch Flash Gordon, you can watch Lost in Space. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I did recently watch that. Flash so. Gordon's probably more funny, but still. Right. All right. Well, sounds like we have a lot of homework to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to talk a little bit about black people. Huh? Hmm? Huh? Oh boy. Okay. So James, I want, I was hoping to get your, your feedback on this for two reasons. First reason, you play Far Cry 5. Second reason, you are black. So according to this article written by a black man, There are too many black people in Far Cry 5, and it's not very realistic. So he claims that all these black people are wandering around in the forests of Montana. And he said, according to the uh, the last census, black people make up just over half of a percent of the population of Montana. So that's 6,000 black people. In the entire state. The fuck? So, apparently, though, they're all members of this cult or something in the game. I don't really know anything about the game, but... Apparently, the guy who wrote the article doesn't know anything about the game, either. (laughs) Oh. All right, so let's let's hear your perspective. Lay into him. I mean, I haven't read the article. I I wish I had known. I would have read the article ahead of time so I could really fucking dig him out like a canoe. So, oh yeah, I can look at this guy, yeah, liberal cuck. So, look. Anyway, oh my god. No, no. Let me let me take that back. All right. So I've seen this guy's videos before. Actually, this guy's pretty interesting. Dexter, Dexter Thomas. I've seen I've seen videos he's done. 
So, okay, let's break down. They say, why are there so many black people in Far Cry 5? One of the black people in the photo was a black character added for diversity. The guy with the dreadlocks. He was added because conservatives complained, why is it, why does cult everyone's white at this table? So on the, on the cover art, conservatives complained. They're like, oh, all the white, like you're saying all white people in Montana are fucking cultists or something. They're like, at least put a black person in there. And this is this 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 black guy with the dreadlocks is in response to the to that uh, outrage the, the whitehouse.org petition. What the? F- yeah, that's what that about black guy. About a video is. game? Yes, being because like, they put in, a inclusive? someone put a position petition and complaining about this game, saying it was going to be anti-conservative and put put uh, put people in the Midwest in a bad light. So this this black guy was put in by Ubisoft. It was like a response to that. Like they said, we listened to our fans and we wanted to be more diverse, diver, uh, more more diversified. So they made one of the black uh, one of the bad guys a black guy. This black guy never appears in the game, never once. Okay, he's just in the art. Okay, there are other characters in the game, so they're very careful with the cultists. The cultists. You could part of you'd be like, oh, are they black or are they white? The thing is, the cultists are so dirty, and I'm not even joking about this. They're so dirty that you cannot tell what race they are. Mm-hmm. There are some of them that look. Uh, There's some women who look obviously black or brown skinned, and but it's a fair amount of female cultists. Like almost, there's probably two or three female cultists that aren't the angels, which is another batch of the female cultists. Uh, and of two of those two two of the two of the character models, one of them is a white woman with her midriff out that looks pretty hot, who you definitely would want to fuck. And the other one, oh, she's covered in tattoos though, and looks pretty gross. Also, the other one is a black woman in a fucking sweater that looks like a maniac, and I'm pretty sure she's black. But none of the men come off as black at all, but they just look dirty as fuck. So. You never and you never have time to sit down and pay attention to them to be like, is this guy white, black? What's happening here? I'm sure someone will pick up about the game code and pull the models out and look at the models, but there's not like barely any black people in the cult. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, these other two characters, I think, are a fair representation. Now there are a lot of NPCs that are in the game that are black, but I mean, it's a video game. How would you feel if you played a video game and everyone was white? I mean, you guys wouldn't care, and I might not notice because I don't care about little stuff like this. Like, I hate to say this, but God, I hate, I really hate to say this because I don't want to be one of those guys. But the media, as far as like video game journalists, groups like, and I don't want to say Vice because I like Vice News a lot, but they've been picking apart this game because they, it's not, it's not, it does, it's not divisive enough. It doesn't show conservatives in a bad light. It doesn't show uh, the Montana or cults or militias in a bad light. One of the groups you fight with is a militia. You know, it just shows them to be regular people. The the black woman in the middle of the photo is probably one of the best characters in the game. Her motivations for doing what she's doing are fucking strong, and is they are as American as fucking apple pie. Like you can fucking believe in her motivations. Like she's in the in a church in a church tower shooting at cultists because they want to deface vet- the graves of veterans. Like, he couldn't be more American. You know what I mean? The black preacher? Dude, he's just a black preacher. 
Like that's his whole thing. I'm a black preacher, and he just he just reads Bible verses and shoots people, and he's just an NPC character who gives you missions sometimes, and that's a it. Simple, a simple man of God. <laughs> yeah, he's a man of God and a gun. Like you said, praise the Lord and pass the bullets. That's him in a right. nutshell. You know, there that's him go. in a nutshell. His character is a very good character, and is and. So this guy says, oh, there's so many black people. There's a lot of black NPCs, but these characters are obviously generated by some procedural generation tech that just randomly generating like a black character, a white character, a white female character. And honestly, all the black characters look identical. The procedural generation tech changes like a shirt color, a hat color, a pants color, doesn't Mm. change the face model, and it changes their name. It it just puts a random first name and a random last name, and it's like okay. And you can these are guns for hire. You can hire these guys to play with you to work with you. You know. Otherwise, it's so that's probably what he's talking about. But those characters and they have like they all basically say the same lines except for maybe in like three or four different voices. They're very super generic. But so it's a huge thing that's been going on right now. People keep putting these articles out saying like um, Kotaku had one saying, oh, Far Cry 5 doesn't go far enough to make a statement. And it's a video game. Video games don't have to make a statement. You know, it has to be fun. And this game is fun. Um, I mean, as a black man who I guess is sort of a liberal person, but not really, you know, more libertarian, like more in the middle, but... I find it like kind of it's kind of asinine. People are like they're salty because this game. They thought this game would like piss off people and play and put cultists. They thought it would be like like all white people are cultists or oh there's full of this cult blah blah like they, that's what they thought. But it's not like that. It's not like that at all. You know, even the cult. You feel sorry for the cult in some cases. You know, it's just it's 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 disappointing honestly. That these 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 articles and Kotaku got their asshole ripped apart, and so did GameSpot. GameSpot got their asshole ripped apart too. They had these guys. There's a, there's a scene in the movie in the game where one of the characters, you go to get this character named Herc, who's a regular repeat, repeating character in the Far Cry universe. You go to pick him to 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 hire him, and his dad is there, and his dad says, uh, "These damn lib libtards, right?" He says, "Libtards." He's an Obama-loving libtard. That's what he says. And these guys from GameSpot were like, oh, my God. I, I don't know if I'd play a game where someone says Obama-loving libtards. You know? Like, they were really insulted by it. Look, it's a video game, number one. Number two, in some cases, <laughs> you're in Montana. You know? This represents real life. These people, it's very true that a lot of people don't think the way you think. You know? But that's the thing. Like, I hate to say this, Democrats have been drinking their fucking soup for so long, been drinking their own Kool-Aid for so long, they think everybody's like them. You know? And that's... This is like so... I, I'm going to read the whole article, and I'll have more to say to you about it, I'm sure, but it just... Look, this is like nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking. Yeah. You know, like, why even he's like, ah, there's too many black people. Like, why would you even like you have nothing to write about? There's nothing else to write about. You want to write about a story about a video game that literally this video game has been out for like two or three weeks now. Like the the time to write articles about something it's missing or something it has are over, buddy. You missed the journalistic fucking time frame for this. The window's closed. Nobody cares about Far Cry 5 anymore. It's pretty sad that, you know, not speaking politically, but most video games have a shelf life of popularity of, like, a month? Maybe? I mean, once you play through it, 
Yeah. You know, this is now, now Far Cry has events and they have uh, a pretty robust people. Some people are saying the multiplayer and the, uh, the arcade mode is better than the game. So I haven't tried any of it yet. You know, not too many people I know have the game to play with. And of course, multiplayer games, you should play with your friends. So, um, there are guys that I play on Discord who have it, but they play. You know, they're not. We're not. I'm not saying anything, by the way. I know it sounded like I was like none of my friends play games with me. I, I wasn't <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, I was that. like, hmm, okay. No, no, I, I wasn't saying anything. I have. I mean, I have All a whole right. Discord full of friends who I play games with. So it's not. I'm not saying about you guys, but just of it's a sixty dollar game, and most people don't buy. People just don't with all the early access shit out now. People don't go buy sixty dollar fucking titles anymore. You know, unless they're desperate to get it, like they really want it. You know, and I didn't know that many people who really wanted Far Cry. Hmm. So, it is a fun-ass game, though, dude. I just discovered cluster munitions in it, and it's, oh, there's so many possibilities. So many door, so many doorways have opened up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so nothing, many nothing is to fuck people. Yeah, nothing is not. Um, there's nothing a good, well-placed cluster munition can't fix. <laughs> so yeah. I like it. All right, well, thank you for your opinion on that. Look forward to your thoughts next week if we if we get back to this after reading the article more. Um, Mike? Yes, sir. Is this next article yours? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just read the last paragraph. Okay. He says, so yeah, he hasn't played the game. Because he says he says, oh, you can't play the entire you can play the entire game without running a single Native American. There is one Native American in the game. <laughs> there is one Native American in the game, uh-huh. and and he's so he's picking, he's nitpicking, he's just fucking nitpicking. This guy, I'm sorry, dude, you're like such a waste of space, Dexter Thomas. I really am disappointed. This guy, Dexter Thomas, interviewed a friend of mine actually, um, and he, he did a video. There's a there's a Vice News video of a friend a friend of mine, a guy I went to high school with him. Mike Twitty. Yeah, Mike Twitty. He cooks hmm. he cooks soul food, slavery food. I thought you were going to say meth. No, no, he cooks slavery food, which is just, it all looks horrible and super greasy. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it looks like the curse of the black man's body type. That's what it looks like <laughs> to me. It's like, and here we boil fat. We just boil in fat. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry, Michael. Please continue. Uh, nothing to say. Uh, I think the next one is yours also. Oh. How's that right? Punching people? It's not mine. It's too much fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michael challenged me. <laughs> Michael's like, do you don't have this game? And I was like, I, you know what? I don't have this game. So this is, uh, what is it called? Barroom Brawl? Oh, Drunken Bar Fight. It's a VR title where you just fucking go fucking ham. And there are black people in this game. This <laughs> game is fucking so much fun, dude. It's so I think, great. I think you put in the wrong link. Yeah, this is definitely not the right video, but it seems what? like an interesting video to watch. Oh, this is another story I wanted and I lost it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. This is a good one, too. I'll find the right link for that. Um, but Drunken Bar Fight is a game where you go into the bar and you basically you drink alcohol for strength. And then you just fight people. <laughs> you fight all the NPCs in the bar, and it's so good. And it's in VR, and you could pick them up and throw them out the window. And they put all this shit everywhere. There's fireworks and baseball bats and chandeliers you can throw people into and throw people into other people. And it's it's so much fun. Uh, let me just find a video here. 
but yeah, it, that's it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's a VR. I bought a, actually the the VR sale. I think I posted that. That's my next thing, right? My next story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Steam VR sale. So I'll just jump right into that because um, that's related. So I bought that for uh, yeah, here it is. I bought that one for I don't know. It was like fuck, like five dollars or something, and it was worth every penny, man. I bought that. I bought Gorn, which is gore porn. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm gonna oh. say gore, gore porn, but it's really just like it's a gladiatorial game where you fight these really big, bulky dudes. But you can like beat them. You, you like you, they. You have of course weapons, and weapons are all floppy. And you like hit them with the axe. Blood flies everywhere. You rip their arm off. Beat them with the arm, senseless. Beat the other guy with his arm senseless, then grab his head, rip his head clean off his body, throw it at the other guy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, but it's it looks silly. It doesn't the way I just made it sound, I'm like, oh, it's a game where you fucking you ruin lives. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not like that. It's a lot of fun. Gorn. So I bought Gorn, I bought that one, I bought I bought Air Mech Command, which is a VR uh, RTS. It's fucking impossible to play, you know. And I bought I bought one other game that I can't, I don't see on my desktop here, and I don't know where it is, and I don't remember what it was called. But I bought four games, like forty bucks. It was worth it. Um, a lot of fun. I played a game that Evan would probably like if they added some jumping, called Compound. Um, it's an old school. It looks like. The old school. Oh, we talked about this last week, I think. Did I talk about this last week? Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, well, it's it's it looks like Wolfenstein, like the very first Wolfenstein, but it's VR. So obviously you can move, bob and sh- bob your head around and shit like that, and shoot people. And there's tanks and guys to shoot, and it, it's a lot of fun. I'll find a video of that too. I'll talk. I'll put that in the show notes. All right. But that's a fun. It's a fun game. There's a lot of good VR stuff. Like people are finally, I think they're finally learning, like what the best VR titles. Like how to make a good VR title. So yeah. I, I was clicking through uh, briefly the the Steam sale, and I see there's an app called Virtual Desktop. Do you have that? I do. Weren't, weren't you trying to do something similar without Virtual Desktop, or was that what you were using? Um, I do have Virtual Desktop. It is not very good. Oh, okay. So the yeah. screenshots they have featured here are not realistic. So I have an early version. I haven't tried it since since the early release. Um, it says all reviews overall mixed, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, okay. So the problem with this this thing is there's something about it. It doesn't let you do like it doesn't let you move a bunch of stuff around. It's, it's something about it that was like an obvious thing that it doesn't let you do, like, there's another game I have here. There's another one I have. I can't think of where it is now or what it's called. But um, it's a little bit better than this one in the sense that you can you can share your screen. So if we all had VR, we could all go sit down and watch a movie in VR. Hmm. You know? Um, which might be worth doing if we get VR, if everyone gets VR one day. You know, we could sit down and, and watch a movie in VR and stuff like that. And this is so everything this one can do, that other one does. Big screen VR can do basically, and big screen VR you can share your screen, and it looks a lot better. Um, this one I played, it was not very good, so I'll have to try it again. I do have this game. Maybe there's an update for it or something yeah. now. Okay, only ten bucks. 
I'll consider it. I do have that uh, brand new unopened headset that you can <laughs> you you can play with when you get down there. Mike, get a VR headset, Mike, so we yeah. can. Oh, Mike, is he is he dead? He just he just he just shut down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, He's I'm like, dead. Oh, is that so. <laughs> It's like he was here with us, then he was gone. Oh boy, dude, you gotta start. You gotta can't stay up so late, man. Uh, all right, not, all right. I can't Splash mock because I've face. been there before. I've been there. Yeah, so that was when I get the one, James. When I get the when I get the amaretto in me, you know. That's right. <laughs> that's it. Well, that Jesus juice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the Steam VR sale. I'll save that other article. That other thing is interesting, but it's it was. I'll put it in my show notes, and we can talk about. I it. I meant to ask you, James, okay. did you ever play the Star Trek game? Um, I did go into it briefly, but I couldn't get a game going, so I was like, okay, I'll try this again, and I haven't got back to it. Mm. I played I played VR for a grand total of forty five minutes today before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I like I basically sped through four games like bloop 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 bloop. I was like, okay. I didn't have time. I've been doing all kinds of stuff all all week as far as, you know. But honestly, a lot of it hasn't been playing games, which is sad. i got to get more game going on. Have you we'll been see. productive outside of gaming? I mean, with work, I've been productive. Beat a lot of very significant problems at work, which is nice. That reminds me. I actually wanted to ask you if there's any uh, new Nutanix developments um... that you can speak about. Uh, I mean, uh, nothing that I can't speak about. It's just there's uh, we, we fix a lot of like weird problems with it, and there's a lot of bug. We we found a bug uh, in the ga- in the in the thing that would when you install version five point five point zero point five, it blows out LDAP, so nobody can log into the, to it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a huge bug, honestly. So we found a bug for the, for them, and they were pretty happy about that. And I mean, a lot of a lot of weird stuff. There's a lot of weird things going on with it, and we had to delete the user accounts in the in the uh, in the back end because those user accounts are keeping the software, the clusters from migrating together. It's it's just fucking strange, man. Computers are weird, and it's it, it, it's you know what I think from you being used to using like uh, Windows all the time. Where if Windows like really breaks hardcore, you're not gonna go into some back end code really and do anything. Like you're not like, oh I need to go into the blob database to blah blah blah. Like right. you can, but you're not gonna go into a command line and do anything like that. Like you just don't do that as much anymore as you used to do back in the day. But with like Nutanix and Linux based stuff, that happens all the time. Like you're like, oh, we can fix this if I go into this config. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. oh, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, Sam, come help me. Come here. I got to show you something, you know. Um, but I have gotten pretty well. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've, I've. So Sam comes to my computer. He's like, Why don't any of your VMs have Vim installed? I was like, No, VI only. <laughs> this is a VI household, you know. <laughs> He's like, Fuck you and your VI. <laughs> yeah. So, which I think is huge for me because. <laughs> You know, I was there was a time when I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, why do we have to editing this file to do this thing? Why isn't there right. just a switch to hit or something? Why isn't there a button? Yeah. Where do I click? Yeah, where do I click? Mm-hmm. So that's good. 
Like we you don't know, use Vim. We're we're an Emacs family. Yeah. <laughs> when worst comes to worst, I have to call Michael. I'm like, Michael, help me. <laughs> so Michael <laughs> helped me really good the other day, dude. Um, we I, I had to call him. I said, dude, I'm having this problem. This thing. He's like, yeah. Last year we did that. <laughs> He's like, last oh, year yeah, I helped yeah. you fix I that. that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I did not know how to do it. I couldn't figure it out. And we did get it working. I still don't think it's right, but we did get it working. We did get the stuff installed. And I, I was trying to figure out why I had WinSCP on my computer, and that was why. Mm-hmm. Because when Michael made me install it last time to to, to fix the firewall. Mm. So, yeah. All right, cool. Good. I'm glad you're learning. Yeah. And you're becoming uh, less obstructionist about yeah. using Linux. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, why is this a thing? Yeah. Well, I'm still like that. The rants are, are epic at work, oh. and Sam and Mark have learned to appreciate them as much as you do. Yeah. Dude, I called my boss out of his office one day. I was like, come here. I want to show you something. He's like, what? I was like, look at this. Why is this like this? Why is this da-da-da-da-da-da? He's like... <laughs> yeah. So they, they've all gotten used to it. You're a maniac. Yeah, they, they all know. They all realize now. They're like, oh, James is complaining about Linux. This is like, this is, they're like, oh, get your popcorn. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's great. Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, we'll move on to the extra section. I just had something uh, in here that might be of interest to anyone who drinks out there, even though, you know, it will likely never pan out for humans. But, uh, so what? Over... what? No. The what? <laughs> it's like, I, I, you caught me at drinks. Yep. So I know I focused on my bottle over here. Um, so some folks at UCLA <clears throat> have created some nano pills. I'm just going to call them pills, uh, and introduce them to drunk mice. So that sounds like fun. What if your job was to get, to get mice drunk all day? That'd be great. But one for you, one for me, two for you, two for me. <laughs> yep, Billy. All right. You're cut off. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> exactly. Cause you so... weigh, you weigh eight ounces and... <laughs> So, uh, what are the pills helps, uh, transform some the alcohol into, it can, sorry, it contains certain enzymes to transform the alcohol into a compound called, uh, acetaldehyde, like acetone formaldehyde. And the second pill transforms that into acetate, which is very easily, you know, processed by your liver. Um, so four hours after taking these this combination of pills, the uh, blood alcohol content of the mice was measured, and the control group was just drunk all the time. They didn't get any pills, and the mice who did get the the pills, their blood alcohol content was showing forty five percent lower after four hours. So maybe no more hangovers, and also liver damage. So something to keep there in will mind. be liver damage, or it'll help with that. It'll help prevent liver damage. Ah, it's okay. like it only amplifies the liver damage that you experience by fifty-five percent to compensate <laughs> for the lower blood alcohol content. Right, because we know via the rules of entropy and conservation of momentum that you can't have one without the other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I like reporting on mouse, you know, small sample mouse studies from uh, 
various places Get occasionally. It? Small. Yeah. <laughs> Vern Troyer. Yeah. Too soon. Uh, yeah. So it will likely never see, you know, a, a shelf anywhere you can buy it. But uh, maybe. Here's hoping. We'll, t- we'll all take a shot in hopes that it becomes a thing. I'm with it. Yeah. So, Mike, tell us who else has passed. Art Bell. So he died on last Friday, the 13th. Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Why is the name familiar? So he's the one, he was the longtime host of Coast to Coast AM, which is the... Um, Space Ghost? <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, original radio show that used to be on in the middle of the night where people would call in to talk about UFOs. and. Oh, nice. Uh, the current host is George Nuri. They have him on Ancient Aliens sometimes and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but this is the original dude, Art Bell. All right. So, yeah, he died... Um, not sure what he died of, but he was seventy-two. He was seventy-two. So. Natural causes brought on by alien abduction. They have a picture of him here in this uh, from nineteen ninety-eight, and he's wearing a South Park shirt. Oh, the yeah. many deaths of Kenny. It looks like, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But, uh... Sweet setup. Looks like his computer back there has a turbo button. Yep. Might have a five and a quarter floppy. I'm not sure. Definitely has a three and a half floppy. You could be right. Enhance. Yep. I think think it's a CD-ROM driving a a, a three and a half. half. A slot-loading CD-ROM in 1998? Looks like a Sony Trinitron monitor. Yeah. So I like, like it. 1024 by 768? Probably. That's pretty good. Not bad. He's got, ash- his technology. He's got an ashtray in front of him. Of course. But it's empty. Wouldn't have, I mean, you know, it was probably full right before they took the photo. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, he's got to empty this, dump it out. He's so upset. He's like, I've been building that for weeks now. Yeah. And make me toss it. Dude, when I used to smoke and I used to smoke right at my desk and everything. My ashtrays would be over-fucking-flowing. I mean, they would You know how many times like, I started a small fire, and I was like, oh, crap. They would overflow into the delicate balance of Coke cans on your yes, desk. Yes, that is a true statement. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I used to live a great life. Oh, the good old days. That's right. Best decision we ever made, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Uh, next up, someone else died. <laughs> this doesn't stop, man. The only reason I mention this is because people actually know who this is. I don't really know who this is. I've heard the name before. Uh, a VC? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Never. Swedish DJ. Swedish DJ. So he died. He was 28 years old. Yeah. He died in Oman. Yeah. Of what? I don't know. Overdose slash... Uh, poor health. He had like a huge issue with uh, alcoholism. 
he got famous at a relatively young age and you know being a dj at such large events just people just fed him drinks he had you know surgeries uh, as a result of it i don't know if he had to take they had to take part of his liver i know there were some organs removed at some point really? he ended up looking like super emaciated like garbage and um someone you know there's a theory of course on reddit that basically you know if you were an addict for a long time taking you know tons of alcohol tons of drugs and you quit if you go back you're like oh yeah i used to you know drink two bottles of vodka and do you know uh you can't anymore 15 bumps of cocaine no problem just go about my day yeah and th- but that will kill you now yeah hmm. yeah you can't do that anymore so it's unfortunate he made some good music uh, I'll take your word for it on that. You won't have to take my word for it. Oh, I will purposely make one of his uh, songs the song of the week. Hmm. Well, okay. I'm gonna uh, start getting more involved in that process. I just want you to know. Oh boy! Oh, you're you're <laughs> inserting yourself into the process. Not this week. Yeah, it's fine. You can you can put a song for him. That's fine. Uh-huh. He died. He died. He can get a song. You know. Right. Um, that's what. That's all it takes. Well, instead of him, since he died of being a dumbass, why don't we play? Uh, this is my rifle. Okay. Why don't we go out on that? Okay. I don't really care about DJ VC. He may make great music, but he obviously is twenty eight years old. So it's old enough to know. Oh, maybe I should stop drinking like a fucking clownfish. You know. So. I don't know. I don't feel... I mean, it's sad when anybody dies, but of all the people on this list, I care about him the least. <laughs> Fair enough. As a matter of fact, if you go to the page of the page uh, that you pushed, the, the, mic, the first page, the NY Times page, just mm-hmm. look at the top of that page. It's all obituaries. I know. Mm-hmm. You just scroll through that list. All these people are like, oh, Paralympian. Oh, Oscar winning blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. None of them are DJVC. He might, I, saw, might, I saw him. Is he, he? I didn't see him. Yeah, it's the first one's whoever, the second one's Vern Troyer, the third one's him. At least in my list. Well, no, so those internet filters getting to you. They're ruling your life. Oh, wait, no, he is on my list, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's on my list. Okay. I will see if I can accommodate all requests. You don't need to. You don't need to. I I I will you know I never heard of him I know I know my friend my coworker will know who he was because he goes to raves and does whatever mm-hmm. so he'll know who he is. He does all those social sex drugs? Yeah, <laughs> he's does whippets off of other men's <laughs> chests. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Did you know? So you know how you're supposed to get drunk faster if you like chug a beer through your butt. What if yes. someone tried to convince you, like, dude, you got to try ass whippets, and then they just like fill your colon with air? You're like, Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> but then you know you can like shotgun uh, a joint or whatever, like you inhale and then blow it into someone's mouth. Then imagine the fucking fart from that, and someone else inhales it. You're like, whoa! Oh! Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, I want 
to see that now. Oh, I hate you. I want to see that. Oh, boy. Oh, I want to see like some comedians do that on a, in a movie. Fucking ass whippets. Oh, Super Troopers too. <laughs> There's particles at the end. Yeah. Uh, oh. Sounds like some jackass shit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank you, Mike. Uh, I think you you put the other wing wing clip in your yes section as well. I did. Now it's the one where he jumps out of a window and flies slash floats. With the umbrella? Actually, this one is different. I thought it was the umbrella one. This one's with a sheet. Oh. A sheet as a parachute that he removes. He uncovers a naked woman that's in the bed with this, you know, and takes the sheet. Does he give her a kiss before he leaves? Uh, I don't think he does. Oh. It's very, it's so funny. It's very similar to the umbrella scene, but it's not the umbrella scene. It's very odd. I thought he was, I saw him walk in the room and I was like, oh, he's contemplating rape. (laughs) Oh yeah, I sent you. I sent you. I sent you something about that earlier, James. I don't know if you saw it. Ooh, it sounds like a discussion for off the air. Oh boy. Well, we'll get to that though. Don't contemplate it, Mike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Don't think too hard. You'll talk yourself out of it. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, The last thing is mine. Um, Yeah, this is a thing I wanted to talk about, but I lost the article. I just found it. So uh, there's a huge problem in Hong Kong with burying bodies. There's nowhere to bury them. It's like no zero space. Uh, The Chinese government has – in Hong Kong, there are two – I don't know what we would call these. You know how in very famously – well, you know how if you like had an urn, Mm -hmm. you'd put it into a – Mausoleum? Mausoleum. Not a mausoleum. The place where it's just a flat wall. And you put the urn in there, and then they cover the wall with marble, and they put your name and stuff on it. Hmm. Mausoleum, crypt, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the difference between all these things. Yeah, but it's like this is a public one where there's like tons of people, and everyone's lined up. I forgot what they're called. We have them in America. I've seen them in movies. I've never seen been to one, but I've seen the movies, and they have like you know, like flower pots on them on each one, and you can put a flower in there, and like it's so it's not they're not people aren't underground. They're just in the wall. And they cover it up with concrete or marble or mm-hmm. something. And they put their name on it. So they have two of those places in Hong Kong. One of the women in the video, her parents bought one 20 years ago for $25,000. They bought a dual, a dual cube spot for their urns. Okay, so they could be together. 120 for $25,000. Two years ago, the company who has the slot said, hey, we want to buy the slot back from you. They were like, how much? They're like $125,000. Like, Jesus Christ. So, to me, that's crazy. 20 years ago, that slot cost fucking $20,000. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Or $25,000. Now they're selling for $125. Number one, inflation hasn't been good to those spots. Number two, that's still a lot of money for a place to put your fucking urn. But in China, they don't put them in the house. Like, it's a no no. Because evil spirits, yada, yada, yada. Like, you can't have... You're not supposed to have ashes in your house. It's very taboo. So they have to go somewhere. So they're trying to do a few different things to figure out. Like, the government's trying to get these peace gardens where people can just spread the ashes in the garden. 
Other people are like, oh, just fucking throw me in the woods. I don't care. You know, so <laughs> the article kind of talk, the, the video talks about that and like how it's a huge problem there. And they're trying to get people to move the ashes onto mainland China. So I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's it's pretty crazy, honestly. Like there's just so they're so hungry for space in Hong Kong. There's nowhere to put the bodies there. You know, there's nowhere to like 80 percent of people there get cremated. 80 percent. It's fucking nuts. Efficient. It's very efficient. That's if I, I ever, if I die, I you just fucking slide me into the woods, man. Let the bears get me. You know, <laughs> from bears you came, and from bears you will go. Yeah, James. exactly. Let the let the let the wildlife tear me apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So they actually expanded the um, the information section on the video. Apparently, it's a columbarium or columbarium. I don't know how you pronounce it. Oh, I've never heard that word before. Columbarium. It's a column- buildings where urns are stored. Yeah, I never heard that word either. I will now promptly add it to my vocabulary and forget it tomorrow. Hmm. I'll still just call it a mausoleum. Every, well, yeah, col- I mean, everyone yeah, knows it. what it is. Columbarium. That's it. You got it. Cool. We need to open one of these in China. Get our acts together. Make some money. You think you could, uh, like, retrofit a cargo ship to be a mobile columbarium? Dude, let's do it. Make it, like, dress it up like one of those little dragon boats? <laughs> Set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? Going once? Uh, no, we're going to be... Uh... Doing the show next time live from your location. Absolutely. Right. Tennessee. T- that's correct. Is that like Milwaukee? No, Milwaukee. No, no. Ten- no, when you buy your keys, they're Tennessee and Tennessee. Tennessee and Tennessee. You pay Tennessee. Ten dollars a kilo? Ten, 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 ten grand. Ten grand a key. Pretty good it's from price, a, rap- a rapper. A rapper said it. Oh, oh. That's actually a pretty good price. First, I thought he meant like literally like keys, like car keys. Then I thought he was calling it Tennessee. Then I did. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started drifting. And someone went somewhere else. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Great show. We all had fun. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, check us out. IOPanelPodcast.com. If you want to send us some feedback. Just want to do a little chit chat over email feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. When you visit our website, you'll have a good time. Over on the right, you'll see all our social media links Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, YouTube might be up there. You'll also see ways to support the podcast Patreon, Amazon affiliate link. And that'll do it for us, episode 102. Thank you once again. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.